Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Rooted with Yams. This is about to be the last episode of the year 2018. I cannot believe that I started this podcast at the top of 2018 and now this is our last episode of the year. I'm really excited for all that has become of this podcast and so with this episode I just want to have a moment for a brief little recap of some of the high points and the low points of the year and then I want to briefly touch on some standout moments from my personal journey of getting rooted in who I am, learning how to extend the maximum reach in my branches and ultimately becoming the woman of my dreams. Okay, so jumping right in, I knew that I wanted to have a recap episode of the year 2018. I just felt like that was a thing to do, you know, but I didn't want to do something like highs and lows and my favorite moments and all like historical things because that's not really what this podcast is about. But I will tell you guys, Getting Grown with Jade and Kia, they did an amazing job recapping monumental moments for women in this past year. So check out their their recap episode. The Friend Zone, they just dropped an episode today. It's Wednesday. I'm sure that they're going to have amazing high points um, to highlight in there. Also, I'm sure The Read will do something. You know, all the podcasts y'all listen to, I'm, I know that they're going to have amazing recaps to listen to and to give you that like broad scale recap of the year. Here, Rooted with Yams, you and I right now, I just want to talk about kind of my personal recap. Um, it's all I can do, you know, it's all that I know, it's all that I feel and it's what's most authentic to me. So that's what I'm going to do right now. When I was planning it and thinking about it, I was like, this has been a terrible year. Like 2018, initially my thoughts before making this episode was, I have nothing good to say. <laughs> this year has been so painful, so excruciating especially coming off of like 2017 the year I graduated it was like a really significant year I guess you could say so coming off of that coming off of being a full-time student coming off of just like a routine that I was used to 2018 really punched me in the stomach like it was hard and I didn't want to bring all that negativity I guess it's too late for all that, but I didn't want to bring all that negativity to the podcast. So to get ready for this episode, I was like, you know what? Let me go back to my journals because I I try to be a person who doesn't complain too much. And I'm typically like very grateful. I try to thank God for something every single day, you know? So I'm like, I know this year wasn't too bad. Let me go look back through my journals and see some praise reports <laughs> that I noted, some prayer requests I had that have been answered. Let me just look back because I know there were some good things that happened in 2018, okay? So yeah, let me just take you back to my first journal entry of, in 2018. I don't know why it was on January 2nd. Usually like on New Year's that night, like after the champagne and everything, I literally just go to my room and write and just like plan out 
my goals and my prayers for the year. But I didn't do that on January 1st, 2018. So my journal picks up on January 2nd. Anyways, in my journal, my biggest thing that I highlighted was to speak in terms of I will rather than I won't. Because we all know it's harder to resist something when you're told you cannot have it. I don't know why I worded it like that. But anyways, I put an example. I'm so, I know myself. Like I know if I write something and don't put an example, if I don't like thoroughly explain it, I'm going to come back to it and be like, girl, what was you saying? What was you talking about? So (laughs) I can't believe I write examples to myself. But anyways, in my journal, I put, for example, I won't be so critical. Instead, replace that phrase, which is a good phrase, a good goal, um, replace it with, I will look for good in people I meet. You see? So that was my little example. And reading that, like, it made me think I have grown. Like, I think now at the end of 2018, I could say I replaced most of my negatively framed statements and comments and remarks and thoughts into positively framed thoughts, comments, and remarks. I can definitely say I have grown in that aspect of my life. So I'm really happy about that. Um, I asked also for the year 2018 to meet some physical like body goals. And I could say I've met those also. Okay. Um, I also asked to start this podcast. Hello. Okay. Round of applause. We here. We met that goal. I also asked for um, spending and finances. <laughs> To not be broke all the time. We're still working on that, but I'm definitely not sad without money. Before, I used to be like, oh, I'm broke. And I literally just wouldn't do anything. But now I've learned to be like, oh, like, I don't have right now. But we can still do something, you know? So, I don't know. And I also put to do better at my work and my job (laughs) with the children and stuff. And I think as I was closing that chapter, I did see improvement. I was working better. I was more diligent and um, more prayerful in my job also, like more dedicated to hearing what others wanted, what God wanted, what was needed in my position rather than what I wanted to do. So for that... For my January 2nd entry, I could say, Yamio, you did that thing, girl. Okay, God's grace, God's grace. And then as I flip through the pages, like I talked a lot about Josie because she got married. That's my best friend, by the way. She got married at the top of the year. And then from that, it was a lot of, oh, wow, I have an entry about what I want if I get married, what I would want from a husband or in my husband. Oh, Lord. Why is that six pages long? And then I have some notes from some amazing podcasts, mostly from Elevation. Anyways, um, yeah, that's like my little recap. I just want to encourage you, like, if you feel anything that I felt looking back at this year, just regretful and just saddened by the memories or anything associated with 2018, if it makes you more sad than happy, I would encourage you to take some time, look back through your journal entries, 
maybe your text messages, maybe, I don't know. Just look back, or even your calendar, your planner. I know I look back through my calendar before I did this episode and saw like trips I had scheduled, things I had, like appointments, bookings I had. So I was like, oh, like that's cool. I forgot I did all of that in 2018. So look back on your planner, your journals, um, ask your friends, your family to help you remember the high points of 2018 because we made it through another year. A lot of people didn't see 2018 come to a close, okay? Like a lot of people entered 2018 and have passed away. And that the fact that you are looking forward to 2019 in good health and good spirits with any like sprinkle of hope for good in the future is a blessing and that means that there's something in 2018 that gave you strength and the faith to look forward. So please, please, please don't be stuck in a sad place. Don't be stuck in a regretful place um, going into this Christmas season, into this New Year season. Get out of that place, please, 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 please. I had to do it. I'm still working on being more optimistic towards my recap of 2018. So yeah, so let me just list a few highs and lows from my year. Definitely some highs, like I said in the beginning, Josie getting married, seeing like a true love-filled relationship that really, really, really warmed my heart. And I think it's something I needed to see. So I'm really grateful. (laughs) Yeah, that was an amazing wedding and it was such an honor to be a part of. So that was one of the biggest highs of 2018. Another high I was working, which was good, you know, being able to do things on my own. That's a blessing, I guess, you know, not really a high, like, ooh, climax, but, you know, a blessing. Um, I saw Beyonce in 2018, okay? Okay, like, okay. (laughs) That's a major high. And I I have the opportunity to like really be there for my sister at her sporting events, my baby sister, which I've never had before. So that was a huge high and a huge blessing and a super exciting part of 2018 for me. Um, Now the lows, of course, the lows that have been attacking me and just popping up into my memory. Frustration. Like I was so frustrated all of 2018. Like I was frustrated at work. I was frustrated with my personal life. I was frustrated with my friends. I was frustrated with my family. Like everyone was pissing me off all year long, it seemed like. And yeah, like that's, I think if there's one word to describe the low parts or the low undertone of 2018, it would be frustration. And I was just, I was just frustrated. I don't know a better way to explain it. I don't know how to explain it. I'm not even going to try to explain it, but I was frustrated AF, okay? Um, Another low was, like, my knee. I tore my meniscus. Well, it's been torn for years, (laughs) apparently. Um, But I finally had to get surgery. And I think what made that experience such a low was that it was my second knee surgery. Like, it brought back, like, really traumatic flashbacks, you know? Um, But, yeah, knee surgery... Again, this one was a longer healing process than I expected. Literally 30% 
2018, I wasn't walking. (laughs) That really took a toll on my energy. I just felt so useless. I couldn't work. I couldn't, I couldn't do the things I'm used to doing. I'm so grateful. Like it wasn't life altering, but I had to take a step back from a lot of things and I'm not really used to doing that. So that set another frustrating undertone to my 2018. But at the end of the day, the surgery was necessary. The frustration was necessary. All those things challenged me um, personally, emotionally, physically, and they were all challenges I had to overcome. And I think the best time to overcome them was now, 2018. Like I wasn't I, I wasn't really tied down to anything. Like, I'm single. I don't have kids. Like, this is the perfect season of my life to unpack these emotions and unpack these frustrations and truly understand my limit and be pulled in different directions, you know, while I don't have too much responsibility. So I'm really, really grateful. The timing was perfect as it always is God's timing is always the best timing so now looking back on it your girl is grateful okay before we close this rooted conversation segment of the podcast I want to leave you guys with three questions to reflect on okay on top of reflecting through your journals and your calendar your planner and to do your own personal recap of the year, I'm going to leave you with three questions. Maybe um, you can write these down or take a note of them, mark them, and reflect on them, okay? Like, I'm going to challenge you guys to answer these questions for yourself and use that as a guide, as a foundation, as a backboard to spring you into 2019. I feel like it's really important that we reflect on our past before moving forward. You can't just keep moving forward and moving forward without ever looking back. I know that's kind of contrary to what the cliche goes, like never look back, but you do have to look back and look back and say thank you for, thank you to God for bringing you through certain situations or look back and see like, okay, I've gone through this. So when you go forward and you encounter another obstacle or situation, you know, you remember that you've gone through it before and you can do it again. Okay. So please, you guys take this challenge or do something along the lines of it before you go into the holidays and you become busy and booked. And then before you know it, it is 2019. So the first question is to ask yourself, how did I become more rooted this year? And remember when this in this uh, podcast rooted with yams, we're becoming rooted in who we are. That means like truly understanding who we are, what makes you you. Okay, we're not just walking here. I mean, a lot of times we are just walking, taking up space, going through routine life. Da da da. Like it's routine. You don't really think about who you are as a woman, as a person. Um, In this podcast, we talk a lot about womenhood. So how did I become more rooted this year in my womanhood? For me, like I said, I spent so much time alone this year. And when I think of this question and answer it myself, I say I became more rooted in my emotions. I started to 
really, I was forced to sit in emotions for a long period of time, which I've never had the opportunity to do before. Usually it's like, okay, I don't have time for this. Like next, thank you, next. (laughs) With people, with situations, with friends, with family, like I never really dwell in things ever. And I always thought it was because like, I'm an Aquarius and, you know, we're just with the, with the dust, with the air, whatever, like we nothing will really press us too much for a long time. So I always blamed it on that. And, you know, I, I still have that character trait, but this year, boy, like I really began to understand my emotions and I didn't run from them. I wasn't afraid of them. When I felt something like I wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote and I wrote out why I was pissed off. And then by the end of it, by the end of my dissertation at times, I was able to say, you know what, like, I shouldn't be that mad about it. Or I was able to understand what was the root of all that emotion. So emotions that I've always ran away from have been sadness. You will never catch me sad, okay? Um, anger, you will rarely catch me angry. Um, romantic emotions, I guess, you won't catch me in those. But this year, I got to kind of experience a little bit of those anger, sadness, passion. And I just had to sit in those emotions and deal with them and learn what they are. Like, if someone would have asked me how I, like, how I am when I'm angry, before 2018, I would have never been able to give you an answer based off of experience. You know, like, I have, I'm just... I haven't been angry, you know, and if I have been angry, it's so temporary and fleeting. But this year I got to really be like, okay, I am angry. I've been angry for three months (laughs) and we need to dissect it. We need to break it down. So that's how I became more rooted this year. I became more rooted in my emotions. And the second question I want to present to you guys, um, which areas did you grow? That can be the same as the first question. For me, it's a little bit different. Even though I became more rooted in my emotions and understanding them, I grew especially in my work ethic and understanding the importance of commitment and follow through and doing things well. Of course, like you always say, you know, try to do your best, blah, blah, blah. But this year, I truly understood what that meant, and I was truly challenged and held accountable for my actions and my work ethic and the things I was putting effort towards, you know? I was really challenged to do these things well because there was going to be consequences, not only for me and maybe my grades or my GPA or whatever as it used to be in the past, but there is consequences for people around me if I didn't do things well. So I was really challenged in that area of my life, and I think I grew. I I now understand, and I'm continuing to understand the importance of being committed to excellence in everything you do. I don't know why that really stood out this year. Um, I didn't take it that seriously other years, especially when I was an undergrad. Like, you would think that's the most important time to take such a concept seriously so you don't end with a boo-boo GPA, but whatever, whatever, it's fine. I'm okay. Here I am, you know, growing 
and involving and I'm grateful. So that's one thing, one area of my life where I grew my work ethic. And then the third question, the last question I want to present to you guys is what are you expecting from yourself this new year? From yourself, like not, oh, I'm expecting to get this promotion or I'm expecting to be here. I'm expecting to live here. No, like what do you expect of yourself in this coming year? I expect, number one, to put all that frustration of being alone and being like in a very unique stage of my life. I expect to put all this newfound understanding of my emotions and who I am into practice as I do move to a new setting or am put in a different environment, a different workplace, a different year. You know, I want to put all those um, learned, that newfound understanding into practice as I interact with others, with friends, family, strangers, anyone in general. Now that I know better, I ought to do better, you know? So that's one thing I'm expecting of myself to do better when it comes to emotions. Um, another thing I'm expecting of myself this year to do things wholeheartedly. That comes off like that piggybacks off of my work ethic talk. Um, I want to be committed to do things right. I don't know. It does. I, I don't want to like half ass things from the smallest things to from my workouts or my eating habits or the shows I watch or choose not to watch. Um, if I choose to be your friend, I want to really be a good friend. You know, if I choose like to have feelings, I want to really submit and commit to having those feelings for, for you, you know? So that's what I'm, I'm, I expect of myself in 2019 to commit to doing things wholeheartedly. And that is so scary for me to say, cause I like, I like doing things a little halfway cause it's easy to back out. You know, if I'm like your friend, but not for real, for real, like I can ghost on you so much easier then if I'm your friend, I'm committed to checking on you. I'm committed to making sure your wellness is okay. I'm committed to holding you accountable to things you've asked me to hold you accountable to. I'm committed to being there for you. I'm committed to doing life with you and growing with you. It's hard. Once you commit to a, fr a friend like that, it's hard to, to back out. And that's really scary for me to think about because it's easy for me to back out of things, like so easy. And now I'm realizing that it's because I don't fully commit. Damn, revelation. Okay, light bulbs are on, okay? Uh, so let me just pose those three questions again and then we'll close this segment. Number one, how did you become more rooted this year? Number two, which areas did you grow? And number three, what are you expecting of yourself in 2019? At this point, a reflection point seems kind of redundant. So we're not going to have a reflection point segment for this episode. Okay, today's Gine Shine is going to go to a small business owner. Black-owned, women-ran, 
single-handedly dominating the game, entrepreneur of entrepreneur. This woman, like, she does the damn thing. And she's she's so herself and so authentic. And this this girl works hard, okay? Like, no matter what you feel about this person, you're no matter how, like what kind of relationship you have with this person, you cannot deny the fact that this woman is on top of her ish, okay? Like she is about her business. So I had to I had to shout her out and I would love to honor her in this way, having her be the last guy and shine of 2018 because she's honestly doing the damn thing and you just can't deny it. I can't deny it. Going into 2019, I know she's going to continue to blossom. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint. She's going to continue to blossom and shine. And I'm just so proud of her accomplishments. And I pray that she experiences exponential growth and abundance this coming year for all the hard work that she does. So this week's Guy and Shine is going to go to Otisha Bird and the Third Wave clothing line, okay? She has so many other businesses, personal businesses and projects that she oversees and that she's working on. But the one I'm particularly familiar with is the Third Wave. And the Third Wave is her, um, I guess, clothing line. I don't know the proper way to call it, but... Her, she, you know, she has these bomb, cute, sexy outfits and she sells them. Her costs are amazing, like amazing, amazing, very affordable, very comparable to like Fashion Nova. Um, actually, girl, prices are better than Fashion Nova. But as far as like quality and her material and stuff, very comparable to a lot of these online and like Instagram pop-in vendors, you know? So I love that Otisha is doing this and she started real small. It's really local. She's in Houston and she's doing it all by herself. And I just had to shout her out. I purchased some sexy New Year's outfits from her and I'm super excited to stunt, like to stunt, stunt, stunt in these sexy outfits that I got, um, y'all, I don't think I've ever worn stuff like this. Like I'm not really, actually I am or I was, but I haven't really been like sexy in a minute. So I'm really excited. And you guys go ahead, follow me on Instagram and follow Tisha, follow third, the third wave fashion, follow them. I'll leave all the links in the episode notes. You guys need to get your outfits together um, you should have, you should have done it long time ago because New Year's is around the corner. Shipping, all the mail services are going to be slow because it's the holiday season. So y'all should have got these sexy outfits together. But if you have it, Third Wave is always there. You can always support them at any time. So, um, that is today's guy and shine. Shout out to Tisha for doing the thing and for just being a boss. Like, this this woman never stops working. Shout out to you, girl. Make sure you support, support her business, support, support, support. She pushes this message of supporting black-owned businesses better than anyone I know. 
I'm, I say it like my little sprinkle here and there. I try to give my little two bucks, three bucks here and there. But she, this girl really is about it. Like she supports other black owned businesses. She's always, always, always contributing to other people's projects and businesses and opportunities. She's always creating more opportunities for other people. And she's always like there to help anyone else get to where she is or even climb past her. So that's one thing I really admire about her. She's not shy. She's she's not a person who keeps things to herself. Um, she's really giving in her knowledge and her experiences and her finances. Girl, God bless you. That's all I got to say. Okay, let me stop. That's today's Guy and Shine, Otisha Bird and um, the Third Way Fashion. So Again, check out the episode notes for all the links and all the ways in which you can continue to support her and, and you know, check out check out my New Year's fit. I cannot wait to stunt on y'all. Nobody's about to be ready. But that's all for this week's episode of Rooted with Yams. It has been a beautiful, challenging year. 2018 damn 2018 you you have been that chick like you are about to go down in the books okay this has been an incredible year Uh, looking back I could have never imagined never imagine all the mess that went down this year and it's funny because I have been this has been my most isolated year from people, from responsibilities, from pressure, from stress in a way. Yet it's been one of the most interesting and the most challenging. So 2018, it's not really going to say, it's not really going to be hard to say goodbye. In fact, don't let the door hit you on your way out. It's been real deuces. I ain't looking back no more. I've had enough reflection. I've had enough peace and I've come to terms with 2018. Thank you guys. The best, best, best thing that has come out of 2018 is this. This dialogue that is flowing from my mouth, my headset to your ears. This has been the best thing of the year. I started this podcast in 2018 and now I can say it's been a year. Thanks to you and your support. And honestly, thanks to you and also thanks to my friends who support me. And even if you don't listen or you're never going to listen again, I'm just glad I started this podcast because it's something I always wanted to do. And I think it has already helped me in ways I never would have thought I would have grown as far as communication, as as far as speaking. I know I still have a long way to go. But I definitely feel more confident in articulating certain ideas I have. And I know it's going to take me far. So thank you guys so much. Again, if you have anything to say to me at all, I have an email, rootedwithyams at gmail.com. Feel free to send emails and interact with me, engage with me on Instagram. I don't have any other social media that I'm active on, so I'm sorry. Maybe one day in the future... You'll see me, like I'll have a website or I'll have a Twitter or something. But so far, I'm not active on nothing (laughs) except for Instagram and my email. So, y'all, happy holidays. 
Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Um, Happy New Year. I'll see y'all next year. Bye-bye.